4: I was flipping through the
5: channels the other day, but there was nothing good on, I had nothing to play. So I went to my computer and realized that there was so much content before my eyes. But there's nothing but Netflix in my heart and
4: on my screen. There's always something that made I still happy. Like.
5: So yeah,
4: that's right we are back here to talk about uh what has been for the last couple of weeks the number one tv show on netflix uh, i really I, I am so excited for this episode of the podcast and of course uh i i'm always excited when i get to talk to This man, I don't know if he's written any letters uh, to anybody recently. Here is, of course, the great
6: Chappelle. Chappelle, how are you? Rob, I'm amazing. I'm good. How are you? I'm pumped up
4: uh, that I I really have been looking forward to this all week long. Like, I really feel Mm -hmm. like that we have not done this in a while where we've really delivered on the promise of nothing but Netflix, where you and I have watched an entire series Mm -hmm. here to talk about it.
6: Yeah. Um, you know, it's one of those things where we kind of avoided this one. You know, we yeah. saw The Watcher. It was number one. And then we were like, yeah, but is it too scary. And then we start the next week. i like, well, is it too serious? You know, mm-hmm. it's not suspenseful and brooding. Yeah. You know, yeah. Is that really the essence of nothing but Netflix? So we finally just gave in and look at what we got, Rob. I think we're going to yeah. have a good podcast. Today. Well, you know,
4: we've been reading the comments and mm-hmm. the comments were like, "Robin and Chappelle, you need young blood on the podcast. You need a young couple Mm -hmm. to move in. You need a young couple to a man and wife to come in and be on the podcast with you. I said, fine, fine. We'll give, give the podcast what it wants. So, all right, let's, (laughs) let's do it. We're so excited to have here with
5: us, Josh Wiggler and Emily Fox moving in. (laughs) Dearest new listeners at nothing but Netflix. Allow me to welcome you to the podcast. Yes. Was it Josh and Emily that brought you to me? I will find out. <laughs> yes.
4: Okay. And so excited to have uh, Josh back with us because I feel like that
5: uh, is this the first time since Squid Game that we had you come back for Nothing but Netflix? Is this the first show since Squid Game that has brought Josh to Nothing but Netflix? Better for me.
4: Yes. Good. Good. Okay. And then uh, making her Nothing but Netflix debut, Emily Fox.
2: Thank you so much for having me, you guys. This is great. Um, I think greed brought me here. Oh, greed. <laughs> yes.
4: Yes. All
7: yes. right. Greed definitely brings me to every podcast, mm-hmm. just to be clear. Yeah. Uh, and if it's not greed, it's creed. Uh, and just the Should opportunity you that perhaps someday yeah, someone's going to do that. And it finally happened. And I think I can quit podcasting.
4: Yes. <laughs> Okay, well, I'm so excited to talk about uh, this wild, uh, nonsensical, uh, ambiguous show here. I feel like there's so much uh, fun stuff to podcast about. We will be doing full spoilers all seven episodes of of The Watcher Jeez. to talk about uh, what what happened here on Netflix. And so, uh, if you are you, you really you don't have to watch it. I mean, uh, we'll we'll give you the gist. But if you did. Or if you did not, like, we will be telling you everything that's going to be uh, going on there. Just real real quick, Chappelle, um, I, I love the podcast we did last week, even though we hated the show. Uh, Josh and Emily, can you believe that there's a show called Easy Bake Battle uh, that has Nary and Easy Emily, Bake Oven on Netflix?
2: Do, do you I know think about I've this? scrolled past it a bunch being like, what is this nonsense? It's like Anthony, right? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. that actually fits as a host because yeah. all he's ever shown anyone to do is like open an avocado and be like, have <laughs> you tried guacamole? And I'm yeah. like, mm-hmm. oh, God, you've but got to have other skills. Than it's this. called the
7: Easy Bake. What is it? Easy, Easy, bake Easy Bake Battle. battle. And, mm-hmm. they're, and it's not brought to you by
6: Easy Bake no, Oven. It, it
4: kind of is like they kind of have one, but they really don't use it.
6: Really? Yeah. It, it's there. It's like on the like counter. A, like a set piece. Yeah. Like, oh, look, we have an easy bake oven. We also have a really big oven that we're going to use an actual oven as well. <laughs> yeah. So you don't have to worry about that one. Yeah. Well,
7: can I tie the room together by saying I think having a, a show called Easy Bake Oven and not prominently featuring an Easy Bake Oven would be like having a podcast called Nothing But Netflix but not eventually covering the number one Netflix show in The (laughs) Watcher. Mm -hmm. Uh, So you you are doing your duty. You are doing better than the Easy Bake Oven Challenge. Okay.
6: Yeah, our listeners were clamoring for Easy Bake Battle. We gave them they wanted, <laughs> yeah, they, uh, we had,
7: yeah, a lot of a, well, a Rob, lot of letters. People want to get yeah. you talking about food shows and this is the uh, one. we gave that to them. We gave that to them. We okay. But it, we, wait, wait, I don't want to
4: waste any more time on the Easy Bake sure. Battle when we have the, the watcher, <laughs> seven episodes of this wild ride. Chappelle, you know, I I I've been dying to know all week. Uh what did you make of The Watcher?
6: I didn't know what to expect going in. Uh, I'd heard that it was like, oh, based on something true that happened. I, uh, But then I, people were saying, oh, but I didn't really like the ending, but it was a fun ride to get there. So I really went in and kind of opened my I was like, okay, well, let's see what happens. And so I watched the whole thing mm-hmm. um, in various states of, um, you know, alertness, yeah, but yeah. I did. And um, I enjoyed the ride. You know, uh, I don't, I don't think it was my favorite thing in the world, but I, I wasn't mad at it. I don't have any huge complaints. So what about you?
4: Um, so uh, I just feel like that there's so much fun stuff to, to talk about here on the podcast. The thing that really attracted me to it was that okay, we had seen this we we watched To Doom and this was uh, yeah. like oh uh, like oh Bobby Carnival and uh, Naomi Watts, Jennifer Coolidge, okay, all-star cast here. Shooter McGavin. Uh, and <laughs> we're going uh, to like oh. we
2: don't know his real name. Yeah, no. Right Murphy. <laughs>
7: I was telling Emily the other night, so Shooter McGavin, for those who don't know, is of course the villain of Happy Gilmore and has a prominent role here in Netflix's The Watcher. And I turned to Emily, I said, I love Shooter McGavin so much. And one of the things that I love the most about Shooter McGavin is I have no idea what his actual <laughs> name is in real life. <laughs> and for me, that's so rare to like have such a prolific guy who has been in so many different things who I he's do excellent. Know is yeah. anything other than Shooter McGavin. And it's he's his always name Shooter McGavin. He's some version of <laughs> Shooter McGavin every single time. Um, and I do now actually know his name, but I'm trying to forget it as quickly as possible. Yeah. Because This is such a delight for me to just have Shooter McGavin as a, as a person.
4: But the thing that attracted me to the watcher was that I saw after it went out on Netflix, that it was trending as people are angry because of the <laughs> ending is so bad for the watcher. And I said, Oh, now I, I, I kind of, we have, we should talk about this. Yeah.
6: Mm-hmm. We like talking about people being um, angry. Yeah. We like talking about Shooter McGavin because he eats pieces of shit like you for breakfast. <laughs> for breakfast. Breakfast. <laughs> breakfast. Right here. And you, do you know what Chappelle a, eats a for breakfast? Like that Not pieces of shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I had a burger today for breakfast. Oh, I was going to say Whoa. air fryer yeah. ribs and orange
4: juice uh, is no, a juice. kind of. Yeah.
6: Today Powerful. it was a cheeseburger uh, and Powerade.
7: <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. That's.
6: Yeah. Okay. I had burger like,
7: with it granola because I'm getting close to 40. <laughs> hmm.
0: hmm.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
7: yeah okay and my joints hurt
4: <laughs> and, and so the other day of course uh josh wiggler and i have been talking about a uh, game of thrones uh house of the dragon all season long and watcher in our on the wall yeah in our in our conversation i i i had asked josh uh, "Do you uh watch uh we, the watcher we're going to talk about that for nothing but netflix this week and he said that hey emily and i have been watching it we love it
7: yeah We want, Emily, how, how long did we uh, take to go through the watcher? I, I had two nights. Yeah. It's Mm -hmm. two nights and I think an afternoon.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um,
7: We had to finish it in an afternoon.
2: Well, I started watching it with you and people were, you know, we were hearing buzz about it and I didn't really read anything, but I knew that it was kind of a big deal. So I was like, should we watch it? Bobby Carnival, Naomi Watts. How can you be mad at that? You know, like Jennifer Coolidge, of course. Mm -hmm. So we turned it on. And within 10 seconds, I was like, oh, I read this original article when it came out in New York bag. I know this mm-hmm. story. And it's Ryan Murphyized. So, like, let's see what that's <laughs> going to do to it. So, yeah. you know, I think after the first episode, I looked at you and I was like, we've got to watch the second.
7: Episode, well, right. Like, I, I think at some point during uh, like when you had you had this eureka, you had this very clear yeah. moment while watching the episode. We're like, oh, I know what it is. Like, wait, what? Uh, and I didn't know what this was. I knew that it was very buzzy, but I hadn't read anything into it. Um, yeah. And uh, as the as the episode was going on, and when uh, when Dean uh, Detective Dean <laughs> goes to his mailbox for the first time, I was like, Oh wait. I read like the first four paragraphs of this article once upon a time, and then got lazy and forgot. <laughs> Classic, to be yeah, because I theatrical.
2: probably sent it to you, and I was like, "You should oh, read yeah. this." Yeah, common
7: is- tale. Emily sends me a thing, I read four paragraphs. I'm like, I can't. Yeah. I think I'll be able to fake that I read the rest. of it. Yeah, man, uh, who's a writer
2: does not read any. I don't know how send read. him. It's super uh, fun. It's
7: two but different then, skill but sets. Then, like, the voice came in. I was like. Oh
5: my God! Was it was it Emily that brought you to me, the watcher? I shall keep watching the next six episodes to find out.
7: Yeah. Uh, and I was so pleased. I was so pleased. We had such a good time watching it. Yeah,
5: it's a crazy show.
7: Yeah, uh, and yeah, it's Ryan Murphy to the nines. But like. There aren't like actual ghosts. In this. Yeah, There's, like gesturing so <laughs> at blood cults, but you know it was a blood
4: cult. Yeah, yeah. I, I felt like that uh, the first couple episodes. I feel like that really try to like um you know bring in like some sort of like a supernatural element uh to it. But I think that by the end, it's like oh, I don't think this house is haunted at all.
2: No, yeah. it's more psychological, I think, mm-hmm. for for everybody. But like that leads your mind to really crazy visions and things, especially mm-hmm. when you're getting letters being like, "Have you found what's in the walls yet?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> Real really? soon. I, like okay. no, that's like the least cool thing to say to anybody. That's so upsetting.
6: yeah. <laughs> am, am I the only person who didn't read the article? So, I have no <laughs> clue like w- like what the article even says. Yeah, I have, sure. so I have no I, insight.
2: Yeah, I can dispel some of this stuff. I mean, we can we can kind of talk about the whole show as a, you know, yeah. as episode by episode. But like a lot of what they received was actual text that they got in real life. So mm. what we're seeing and reading for the most part is true to life. Like in the letters. What they, you mean. Yeah, in letters. Yeah, yeah.
4: Um, Emily, could you just tell the like the the real uh, story yeah. and like uh, where the like uh, fact and fiction. Uh, sure. Yeah. Uh, differentiate. Yeah.
2: So they, um, the real family, they're named the Broadduses. They bought this house, I think in 2014 and they were doing some renovations to it, but they were really excited to move in. They already had been living in the town at that point and it is Westfield, New Jersey. And she, the wife had grown up there. The husband's from Maine originally, but they, they were like, oh, we really love this space. This is like an incredible house. And it really was sort of this picturesque uh, manse like man's mansion in this area. And it is that specific, um, location and address. Right. And I think it was like, he had just finished painting one of the walls and he came out to get the mail and they hadn't moved in yet. And they had three kids instead of two. And he got this initial letter that was written just like this. That was like, welcome. You know, I've been a watcher. My father's been a watcher. My grandfather, like, you know, this yeah. like whole sort of like series of like, we've been watching yeah. and we'll continue to watch, bring the young blood, da, 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 da. Are they going to play in the basement? Blah, blah, blah. And then like, they got another letter because they were there for like a barbecue at a, at a neighbor's house. And the, and the wife was really freaked out. So she was yelling the kids' names, like, stay close, like, don't go anywhere. So he was like, oh, I know your kids' names now. Like all of this <laughs> stuff. So like- You have they, children. Yeah. I have seen them. Yeah. So like all of those letters for the most part are real Um, tunnels in a house and people that were like, you know, running in and out and like that kind of thing. That's not real. That's that's totally Ryan Murphy. And it makes sense. Um, But yeah, they really thought about trying to unload the house. They never really moved in. Um, It only finally got sold in 2019, I want to say to somebody else. And there were renters that were living there for a time, and they got a couple of letters too. And like the ang- the voice and the a- like, the letters were getting incre- increasingly angry and hostile. So like all of that is true to life. Yeah. And they also did suspect certain neighbors of being involved. They weren't sort of like exactly like um, Mia Farrow. but like Margot
7: Martindale. Yeah, but
2: like it's similar to that. (laughs) Like there was like a family that lived nearby (laughs) who had like adult children that were living there that were in their 60s. So they were like, this is weird. Like there's a guy who is purportedly schizophrenic. So they were worried that maybe it was him writing these letters. So there's a lot of stuff that's overlapped there that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. But um, apparently, they sold the house in 2019 and there haven't been any letters since. Okay. So,
7: too much and, heat on the watcher.
2: Yeah. And, one thing that I thought was really interesting that I gleaned from rereading this and also reading an updated version from New York Mag was that um, people were so angry, like the town itself was so angry about all of this. And they were saying that the has made this up, that they were sending themselves letters because they'd made a financial mistake. Right. Which which we see kind yeah, of it's
4: on the show in the show.
2: Yeah. Right. And um,
4: I also think in the in the true story and correct correct me if I'm wrong, um, yeah. that the actual like uh, the 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 the. Um, the, what, what's the the real uh guy's name?
2: Derek. 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 Yeah. Okay. Dean <laughs> of the show. He.
4: Yeah. Uh, but he actually did in in real life was yes. found to have sent letters to the neighbors.
2: Yeah. To some of the people who were the most outspoken about them selling the house or trying to like divide it into a subdivision. Cause that was a a thing that they proposed to the town at one point was like, we can't unload this. No one wants to buy this house because we get these terrifying letters. Perhaps we can subdivide it and turn it into two new houses. And everyone flipped out and the most vocal people uh, like opponents of this plan, even though it never got passed. Ended up getting these threatening letters from like friends of the Broaddises, which ended up being Derek. So like, mm, yeah. there really was a slight psychological component to this, where I think everyone was really terrorized and very upset about it, and it ended up being something that he personally was like, "This is like a cancer. Like I think about it every day. Like I don't know. Like hmm. we we will never recover from this." Completely. Derek is like
7: big Harvey Dent vibes, right? You either <laughs> die yeah. here or you live long enough to become the watcher. <laughs>
2: but it, it's it's a pretty upsetting story, and they've. Never never been able to figure out who the real like culprit was so yeah
4: and i think that leads into uh why the show ends on such an ambiguous note of like uh here's 19 people that it could have been who were sending the letters we're never gonna we're not gonna tell you what
7: actually is going on
2: Mm yeah yeah yeah
4: um Um,
7: but gosh i love to think about who it might have actually been what a ride it's, a, it's it's such a, a ride. One of the I mean, I think structurally the show is really fun because every episode sort of filters the possibility of a different person having done it or at least like a different version of the story. I think it's episode two where you get uh, Seth Gable, who I loved from Fringe. Uh, he's uh, he's Drew. He's the one who's outed as an actor at one point. Mm-hmm. And he's in the diner and he's giving his whole rendition of everything. And then you find out about uh, is it John is the <laughs> one who John who, Graff. Who, who murdered or, his entire just John. his entire yeah. family which uh Emily I think that that's like uh, uh, based in so, some truth at the very there's least? There's some
2: truth to that. It didn't happen in the house itself, but it w- happened in that town a couple of years before the wife was born, basically. So that's just lore from the mm-hmm. town that was sort of like cherry picked and dropped into this specific space. Yeah, But it was about a man named John. I think his last name's different, but he apparently killed his children, his wife and his mother. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. So that's not totally fabricated, but it's it sort of like loosely tied to this to make it more compelling But
7: I think it's just it's really it's really smartly done in terms of every episode kind of keeps you guessing at like a different possibility. And if you have it, if you don't know the story going into it and you are expecting some (laughs) kind of resolution, I imagine that's extremely annoying and frustrating when you when you get to the end for some people. For me, I, I kind of love it. I kind of love that I get to live in like at least as far as the fictional version of this goes. In reality, I would love justice. Oh, just, yeah, sure, sure, Terrifying you know, in justice, reality. Justice for 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 uh, for the house. Yeah, and no, the neighbors. Well,
6: I, um, I, I sure, didn't hate the great. ending at all. Yeah. I liked it. I liked the ending. I thought it was fitting because I decided halfway through that the house was the villain. So as far as I was concerned. You could bring in a billion people to watch this damn house. And the house is going to keep rejecting all these people. And it doesn't matter who's sending the letters. So for me, I was just like trying to wait for them to get there. When are y'all going to figure out that it's none of these people? It is the house. The house is (laughs) typing on an old typewriter and sending these threatening letters to everyone. And he's trying to get sold to the next person so he can do it all over again. The house is the problem. Real estate is the issue. Let's, yeah. get, into, let's get down to brass tacks. Well, mm-hmm. I think, I
7: think yeah, realtors are uh, the like the secondary antagonist as represented by Jennifer Coolidge as Karen Calhoun. Yes. Queen. You am um, the
5: problem, Nora? Yeah. <laughs> you just need to divorce them. Yeah. You just need to divorce them. Clean them out.
4: And Jennifer Coolidge uh, is at her Jennifer Coolidge finest here. Uh, in this well,
7: she's kind of like a supervillain. So it's yeah. not total Tanya McCloud, you know, McCloud. You know, it's like Nora, uh, uh, as, as Karen Calhoun, she's like, she's not sort of like the aimless wandering uh, of, you know, Tanya of the White Lotus. She's, Karen has a plan, you know. <laughs> Karen, by the way, a total Karen
6: mm-hmm. also. Yeah, perfect mm-hmm. name.
4: Well, I I think it's up for some debate of just how much uh, agency like did she have in this? You know, the whole the whole uh, series, she's like, you got to sell. Uh, She's pushing for uh, all all of the selling. And then at one point, uh, Naomi Naomi Watts and Bobby Carnival really accuse her when they see that she is uh, in a romantic relationship with Shooter McGavin. Yeah, Uh, uh, consistent uh, detective. They uh, do try to out them as it was you the whole time, which then, you know, uh, is she getting revenge just for that? Or like, did she actually have something to do with this from the beginning i think that that is very much up for debate
7: yeah well unless she's sending herself letters that final <laughs> sequence in the uh, finale takes her when off we're the kind hunt. of Yeah, when we're sort of like doing like uh, like the the Drew Barrymore scream tree. Yeah, that's Uh, what it felt like. Coolidge Uh was Mm -hmm. just a tremendous like whoever had that idea, I guess it'd be Ryan Murphy. Like, All right. Well, we're going to end this with the Drew Barrymore and scream sequence and it's going to be Jennifer Coolidge instead Mm -hmm. of Drew Barrymore. This is why Ryan Murphy's getting paid all of that Netflix money. That's and visionary
4: stuff. That I thought it was also very interesting that I, I don't believe it was the whole series, but I think that at least that last episode was directed by Jennifer Coolidge.
6: Oh no no really? Wow. Yeah. That's That's amazing. No,
7: it's not. It's Jennifer Lynch. <laughs> oh, I got, I got that wrong. <laughs> Sorry not, about that. that. Uh, uh, but like, uh Jennifer like, Lynch, daughter <laughs> of filmmaker David Lynch. So oh. incredible uh, pedigree. Wow. Uh, okay. I was like, yeah. is yeah. there yeah. anything
5: but, she can't do? Gosh, if that had been Jennifer Coolidge. Ryan, Just to direct Jennifer's. A sequel,
6: mm-hmm. I have
5: big ideas for who's actually sending the letters.
6: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, that would have been so mother. awesome. Yeah. Is
2: it weird that your Jennifer Coolidge sort of sounds like David Lynch too? <laughs>
4: oh.
7: Wow. You know, <laughs> oh, my God, I, I thought it was also possible new neighbor at 657 Boulevard. Um, <laughs>
4: could it have been uh, Bobby Carnival uh, that after Jennifer Coolidge uh, buys the house that, you know, uh, him and Naomi Watts are so upset about this that could they have been getting back at her? And, and they uh, were the ones who then got back into the house to mess with her. Uh, and did the things to her, as opposed to the house rejecting her.
0: Mm.
6: I, it's I likely, that's what yeah, that's probably what we're supposed to believe. But it, by the end, they're watching the house as well. You know, they're not. It's not like they got back at her and then went on with their lives. They, you know, they've now rotated into one of the watchers themselves. Um, so I think it's deeper than that. But yeah, I think every like storyline led from like another person trying to get revenge on somebody else for accusing them of something that they didn't do. I mean, we saw that with the security guy. We saw that with the the detective. Um, all except for Theodora, who was probably the real villain. Honestly, come on, no, no. I, 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 she like, wanted understand you to her think daughter. that. No, yeah. yeah, of course she did. Why would you want? Yeah, whatever. It's I, I want to give you confession. peace. <laughs> She's like, I wanted to give you peace, girl. You've been ruining that life for six episodes. You have never <laughs> given a about giving them peace. Now yeah. all of a sudden you're like, it was me. You could have said that from day one and saved that man a bunch of time.
4: Mm-hmm.
7: Yeah. 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 Sorry, uh, it's her. I want to believe her. I want to believe her. I want to believe that she was the watcher. It's such a ridiculous story uh, (laughs) that I just I have to believe that it's true. I mean, if you're going to take issue with the ending of the show, uh, I guess it depends on where you're at in your investment with The Watcher. Because the final episode is like, now I'm going to tell you something that's going to make you quite angry, Dean. And I don't want (laughs) you to take it out on this person's family, but I figured out who The Watcher is. It was me. It was me. <laughs> uh, <yeah>. Theodora, <laughs> like, uh, T. Uh, T. Birch. Yeah, yeah. T. Birch. Uh, <laughs> when when she turns out to be the the watcher, and she's uh, like uh, like weaving this elaborate yarn, and Dean kind of walks away from it, being like, "All right, well." Some surprise. Okay. I don't know why I'm Mike yeah. Erman chatting him, but like he's like,
0: I uh, can't believe this. You should have hired...
7: <laughs> my
5: me. If, if you wanted a
0: real private investigator, you should have sure. gone in a different direction. Don't yeah,
5: hire out when you can hire yourself. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a real so, half yeah. measure.
7: He, he ends Forgot. up being like, All right, well, I did like Theodora and she's dying. And now I'm sad. And then, though, they go to the funeral yeah. and the daughter's like, yeah, so she told me she just made that up. Yeah. I don't uh, know why she told you that. That was like, if, <laughs> if, if Theodora was going to go and do this whole elaborate plan, then just commit to the bit, or at least you got to get your daughter in on the yeah. lie. Otherwise, what's the point? Unless, yeah. like, Theodora's daughter's like, Mom, I love you. I'm really upset <laughs> that you're about to leave us. I'm not going to tell the brand <laughs> that you're <were> the watcher. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I'll go to jail, I'll go to, like, court, (laughs) they'll put me on trial for your crimes that you didn't commit? What is the matter with you? Like, okay. Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) Uh,
7: So, like, if you're, like, really invested, if you have found some level of reality in the show, then maybe that, uh, but I I was just here for the ride at that point, and I really liked that the finale had, uh, like, you were really now in the middle of the ocean, you had no idea who could have done this, where this was, And throughout that one episode, I feel like you're getting hit with wave after wave of who could have done this. So it just like pulls you in even deeper. Uh, I like that. I know that you need some resolution sometimes, but for this, you know, there's no resolution in real life. There's no resolution in the show. Uh, I think that, the watcher was a vibe. The watcher was a vibe. The <laughs> real think, watcher like, was a vibe. The
2: point of that is that it could have been anybody, right? And that person's still walking among us and that's the creepiest part of a real life story and leaving it undone in yeah. in the in the show as well. Like nobody feels great about not having a resolution right like the human race we we like to see a start and end to things that's why people get upset about space like it keeps going oh. it's just ever expanding and you're like no 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 is that's this like why Dr. Amanda
6: thing. hates space
2: maybe yeah.
6: mm-hmm. I, I thought you were going to say that's why people haters. get ups, upset about the walking dead because <laughs> you know <what> <laughs> no,
7: yeah. <laughs> that to die zombie that we just off. can't keep kill yeah. keep it yeah. clean Chappelle <laughs>
2: um but yeah, I think that that's what is so unsettling about yes. this is like we we crave a resolution, and when we start and finish a series, we're expecting that, right? Well,
4: could it be season two, Emily? Do yeah. they need to leave know. it open?
7: Uh,
6: no, 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 no. It's a big hit. hit it it's be. a big hit.
7: I it think is. we should pitch this out. I think we should pitch out the Watcher Two. Uh, I think uh, the Watcher Two, First Blood, uh, Young like Blood, go back prequel <laughs> for yeah. Watcher Two, Young Blood. It's a prequel. We hear from the watcher, right?
5: The watcher uh, has been watching your house for 110 years. And now it is my (laughs) turn.
7: Mm -hmm. Uh, Like, let's go back to who was the person in charge? His grandfather, Uh, right? Yeah. Uh, So what was the first coming? He says, I'm here for the second coming. What was the watcher to first coming? I want to see that. I want the prequel. Let's go back. Mm -hmm.
2: So the reality in in this story, too, one of the overlaps is that the DNA on the uh, envelope was female.
4: Yep. Ooh. No. Yes. That's
2: that carries over in real life. And too. Ryan no, Murphy no, loves no.
4: an anthology.
6: Yes. No. No. Mm-hmm. No. They said it, you could have just planted that DNA. If this watcher was such a like, he's such a criminal mastermind. He didn't put on gloves. You mean to tell me that he just was willing to just say, "Oh yeah, it's a female. It's a it's a listen. It could have been anybody. They narrowed it down to nobody. They said I, when I got <laughs> to that point, I was like, okay, screw y'all. I don't care anymore. I hope you all die." Yeah. I was rooting against everyone. <laughs> you know, the best part
7: for me, though, in all of that was like in sort of like the throwing your hands up in the air and not figuring out who this is anymore. Uh, as far as that being reflected on the show is after they have, uh, after Nora and Dean have gone to the country club uh, and have accused Karen and Shooter McGavin of being the co-watchers. And then they find the tunnel and then they go to Shooter McGavin and they like lay out all of the things that they found. And, like, <laughs> you need to help us. And Shooter McGavin's like, all right. Well, nope. here's here's what I'm gonna do for you. Uh, profanity alert. Absolutely fucking nuts. Yeah. Uh, like, <laughs> like here's the detective of the town, the head of police. He's like mm-hmm. nothing, absolutely mm-hmm. nothing. Um, truly, like I eat pieces of shit for breakfast, and I was trying to yeah. eat them with my lady at the country club. Yeah.
4: But he does that to her. Then at the end, also, he's like, and you know what? You that you weren't very nice about my ED. And, and, and,
7: and out of context,
4: an out of context Twitter account. Like, uh, stop, de- de- cease and desist. No. Okay, Josh, you
6: know what to do. You yeah. really know what to do, Josh yeah. Green.
4: And uh, he's like, and you, you know what? You can call nine one one. I told everybody not to help
7: you. Okay. Uh, uh. <laughs> Yeah. Literally the worst. Yeah. You can call my buddies at the FBI in North Jersey. Like, he's the most well connected man, Jimmy Gavin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's not going to do anything for anyone. Uh, God, I how, love that.
6: How do you not just give up on this entire series when Margot Martindale is alive? You're oh like, wait a minute, goddamn, God I saw y'all get, I know y'all got murdered, I was there, I mm-hmm. saw the whole thing, yeah. like, no, well, what are you talking about, Yeah, we're back.
4: It's like, well, no, no, it turns out that our son, he has a substance abuse problem, he found two old people, uh, yeah. brought them to our house, blew was their just, heads off Mia was like, so boy, whose funeral did I go to? Yeah, it was so <laughs> casual Like, I thought
2: they were in witness protection or something, and then, like, the threat Connect. went away, yeah And then I was like, but why would you come back, like, two weeks later, like, this well, we was, got rid of that threat don't worry so, about it. That's like
7: the end of an episode when when Maureen and Mitch come back, uh, and just an incredible oh. casting decision of Margot Martindale and Richard Kind mm-hmm. as uh, as a married couple is just really really <laughs> wonderful. Uh, and they, they they show back up after several episodes of being having uh, uh, presumably been murder-suicided uh and then they we come, were in florida and they come back and they were just in florida uh enjoying some oranges and this is this is uh the first moment when because that's the end of an episode and i don't remember if we just went right into the next one or not M. um but yeah. i remember it being the first time in my head i was like okay so is this is are we like really ryan Murphying this thing are they ghosts now is this in dean's head Uh, like is some sort of layer of reality about to unfold. And then, yeah, the next time it was like, we were in Florida
5: and our son's a little upset and he, you know, killed a couple people in our home, but we're fine.
7: He's like, whoa. Yeah. Okay. And at that point, how can you be mad at the ending? Because the show has (laughs) jumped the shark. Yeah. (laughs) Queen.
4: Also like, um, did they kill Richard Kind off screen with he died yeah. from an embolism? Like, yeah. did he just have like yeah. a like a like a conflict of like that? He they, he couldn't be on the set for uh, like, did he get a, a positive COVID I, test? Bu- like, fully, like what fully happened?
7: buy Richard Kind, uh, like, uh, just like totally leaving the production yeah. midway through. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I got to get back to East cold. New I have a cold. I can't everyone a cold. And what if one of if you, you has COVID and I'm going to get it and I'm not going to wear the mask. It makes me sweat. You know, like I feel like uh, Richard <laughs> Kind not wanting to show up would have. <laughs>
2: you want me to sit in this lawn chair one more time? No. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> I don't know.
3: It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win?
0: In that case, I pronounce you lucky.
1: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
4: I would love to dive into other things that happened in the series that uh, were just uh, completely implausible, un- unexplained WTF
2: Can I start moments with one? from the
4: seven episodes. Yes.
2: Um, the butcher block. Why did we put that in? Oh,
7: this upset Emily. <laughs>
4: what
2: was the reason? <laughs> what was the reason? I was like, you don't respect wood enough to put a butcher block in, yeah. guys. Yeah. I'm yeah. putting a coaster down every time you put a, like a cup of coffee down. Like his, this is his, not sustainable. No wonder the house is
4: mad.
7: His whole deal <laughs> was he wanted to put the butcher block in because he does. I gotta make uh, my like, sauce. <laughs> yeah, he's gotta make his sauce. <laughs> Sunday, You know how I make the sauce. Yeah. I want to know what that looks like, Rob. Does he yeah. just like open up like uh, crushed tomatoes and plop them down on the counter? I don't know. Just, like, push them well, he
2: didn't. He doesn't want to stain the Carrera marble. I understand that. Marble. Yeah, but like yeah. The go from that to butcher block. Maybe and butcher like,
7: block is going to smell eventually, right? Like
0: you're
2: yeah. going to rot out
7: the counters. They'd you're going to put on like slabs that. of yeah. meat
2: down. Well, no, you're supposed to put a cutting board on top of that. But either way, the water damage. I, it's too much. I don't like that. No, okay. no.
7: Explain ex- inexplicable thing number yes. one. What do you, what, yes. what do you have on your list, Rob? <laughs> oh, I, I mean, uh, like what was
4: the? F- okay, th- so they uh, hired the uh, Dakota to put in the he puts in the security system. And then, you know, for no for no reason whatsoever, Dakota's like, yeah, I I install the camera in your bedroom. Okay. Yes. And 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 the, he just so <laughs> happened to have recorded all of this. And while Bobby Carnival sleeps, uh a woman comes in and kind of messes uh with him while he while he's sleeping. Um and to the point where, like, I don't know again how much of this was like premeditated. Where then, then that footage is going to be sent out to Naomi Watts and to Bobby Carnival's voice, uh, boss at the at the uh, uh agency, whatever, yeah. um, <laughs> whatever his who job is. Who was this yeah, woman? Yeah. What, where he uh, what didn't
7: make partner.
6: Yeah, who was this woman? What was all this? She was the character actress. I'm telling you, Theodora was not lying. She hired mm-hmm. a character actress. She snuck her into the bottom to the bottom of the house. She took her upstairs and she's like, just just get in the bed with him and then get out of the bed. We're gonna we're gonna frame this guy. So and then I'm gonna tell him about it later on to give him peace. That's exactly what happened. I don't yeah. care what anybody says. So you was believe
7: her. Theodora Chappelle?
6: I mean, you have to explain this pigtailed woman that everybody keeps talking about <laughs> throughout the entire uh show. they are like yeah, he probably likes younger women. Probably some chick with pigtails. Yeah, probably some <laughs> chick with pigtails. <laughs> if you say pigtails? Yeah, that's crazy that you said pigtails. Like, are you a pig? Like, no, no, Mrs. Trumbull. You know,
2: like, <laughs> but pigtails. Remember, Mia Farrow's character has two braids, which yes. is also, you know, like that's not like a normal thing we're choosing to do with our hair on a regular basis. Mm. Um, I don't know. People
6: wearing pigtails are the real villain. That's probably true. Um, so. Every time you
2: see one in real life, do you think that? <laughs>
6: You do. You I'm really thinking do about it for myself. <laughs> yeah. Uh, There's an
2: SNL skit about adult pigtails. It's like a, it's like a real thing. I, Listen, I highly encourage everyone to look it up. Wear
7: your hair however you want to wear your hair. But I love the idea that this was Mia Farrow. I love the idea that Pearl snuck into the house and was just like sitting there. She's like, oh, you think my brother's creepy? Uh, (laughs) Yeah, she wait. She just got there via the dumbwaiter as well, just like Tim McManus did. Yeah. Okay, so Jasper
4: uh, uh, often rides-
7: character actor, Terry Kinney, prolific uh, New York theater director, Terry Kinney, a.k.a. Tim McManus, warden of M-City and Oz, also (laughs) the shady dude guy from uh, Billions who does everything that Damian Lewis wants him to do. He
2: invited no one to dinner in this series, which is upsetting. To me, that but was his move, that as, was his the move direct, as the Ward of Oz. Yeah, I
7: saw him as Jasper immediately. It's like, okay, i there's a lot of great cast members in here, but you cast Terry Kenny as Jasper and I'm leaning in immediately. And then I was really leaning away once I saw he was in the dumbwaiter. I was like, nope, <laughs> nope, get that man out of the dumbwaiter. Yeah, uh, he just likes
4: to ride the dumbwaiter. Uh, mm-hmm. th- like, uh, that's it, everybody else was cool with it. Why aren't you?
2: Yeah, and, and this why is why sort do you have of-
4: to insult the
7: waiter like that. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know I hate this <laughs> she's <is> a smart waiter <laughs> but
2: Could this be. is cherry picked from real life stuff so this is sort of mirrored after the schizophrenic neighbor who apparently would show up and like look in windows and kind of like be at the house and like be on the property but he didn't
4: ride the dumb waiter did he? no
2: and I'm not sure that this house necessarily has one in real mm-hmm.
4: life mm-hmm. Um,
2: but,
4: God. Yeah. Yeah. I Yeah. I feel like that uh, that was a big plot point on Webster. Am I the only person that's
7: old enough to have uh, watched that show? I don't know about old yes. enough, but maybe the only one who
6: watched it. Yeah, I was like, me and Josh were there, but we yeah, just didn't. No. Take. Did yeah. we deign to do it? Yeah. Nah,
2: nah, mm-hmm. nope. Nah, I passed. I passed.
0: Mm-hmm. More Thank different you, I appreciate I the offer. But I really yeah.
2: like this confession. Um,
4: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. For sure. Um at the end of the series, okay. Um that Bobby Carnival, he uh is talking, to, he goes to the house uh he's sending letters to the new owner. The house has taken him over. Uh Naomi Watts pulls up uh shortly after Bobby Carnival leaves. Is she on to Bobby Carnival uh or uh is she also similarly uh obsessed with the house? Are they are they both obsessed with the house at this point
6: mm-hmm. separately two mm-hmm. separate obsessions you know they they could just align their obsession and like tag team like Mo and Mitch were big Mo but you know mm-hmm. they, they decided to tackle this separately uh he goes he does his watch because he has his own theories. Then she has to follow up. Because remember, she still thinks this was Karen. So she's kind of like, mm, I need to see what's going on here. Who is this new black family that's here? Oh, look, they're interracial. Wow, this must mean they're really, de- you know, devilish. Like, we really got to watch this. We got to we gotta tag team this one. Um, So I think that's what it is. Uh, hopefully they could just put their heads together. I think they might figure something out if they do that. Because they keep missing each other and they're lying to each other. It's like, oh, babe, I'm in traffic. Oh, I just had an interview. Jerry doesn't have a job. This man will <laughs> never have a job again. He's just like in that little folktale they to- told about uh, John or somebody who's like got fired from work. Well, he just stopped going to work after a while. He just started using all his family's money. That's what this guy is doing. Yeah. Dean's doing the same shit. So, yeah. you know, yeah. that's what The Watcher 2 is going to be about. <laughs> Her trying to figure out that this man hasn't gone to work in three months. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> How are we
2: gonna pay the property tax?
7: Mm-hmm. She like and
2: she's
6: man, we're broke. <laughs>
7: her art's taking off, so yeah. she's fine. Her life is fine. That's true. For now.
6: Okay. I mean, yeah. come on, that, that has to be the next ball to drop, right? Everything else is going to shit and she's all in love, but yeah, but I am kind of like the dopest artist in town, right? Like, isn't that cool? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, my husband's broke, but shit, I'm rich. I don't care. <laughs> like,
3: yeah.
2: Real real ghost moments with her working yes. in the pottery studio. Yeah. <laughs> like just waiting for an arm to reach oh, around.
6: Another <laughs> ghost story. story.
2: Yeah. 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 We, I don't think
6: that's we do stand weird. whoopee here. Yes, we do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So.
2: You're in danger, girl. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah.
7: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh my god. Do you think Willie was the watcher? Oh, yeah, please. And off by, was it Carl is his friend? Who's the, trainer? yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Carl. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. yeah.
4: Yeah. Boy. Why? Um, I can't believe Ghost they haven't made a sequel to that. I mean, the IP. Yeah.
2: I'm waiting. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm yeah. waiting.
4: It is a hot IP. If I got the chance
2: to talk yeah. to Whoopi the other week. I worked a party that she was at and I
7: got, to
4: see,
2: I got to see her yes. leave the party, but um, she might have ingested something I touched and that was
6: exciting. Oh, um, uh,
4: her granddaughter <laughs> wasn't there, was she? Oh, odd friends. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Queen
6: Amara? Yeah. Queen Amara. Tell Whoopi to tell her granddaughter we said hi. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh,
7: from, uh, from Claim to Fame. And yeah. we watched some of Claim to Fame.
6: I did. Mm-hmm.
2: yeah
6: yeah
4: what were some that's of the other highlights somewhere. of this for you chappelle
6: uh, highlights that's a strong word there was just moments <laughs> that just like kind of yeah. jump out to you i do i do think the dakota stuff is uh ridiculous because it is very triggering for them to be like you called the police on this young black boy with no evidence it's like actually you have a ton of evidence i honestly nobody could fault you for calling the police this guy has been watching your house um and you actually told him to watch it. Since the moment you showed up, the guy's like, "Uh, ah, $7,000 for a few cameras, I got you. He's like, yeah, shit, stay tonight. We'll stand outside, Mm -hmm. go inside my house, go in my room. They just let him have free reign. And then when they call the cops on him, he gets dragged down to the station. He's like, how dare you do that to me? I'm a black boy in America, this is stressful. Do you know how humiliating this is? Like Dakota, it's still you, I know it's you. I know it's you, it's gotta be. Screen name is the Watcher. He <laughs> like, it, it it works in surveillance. And He's a security guard. Do. You're like, but how, And then, and then, all this like evidence pointing at him. And they go, but how did you even find out that his screen name was the Watcher? Like, did you have a warrant for that? Like, that's illegally ha- No, she hacked him. Yeah, yeah, she's like. They're like, "Well, did you want to talk about shit? You're doing illegal shit. What are we do- What are we gonna do? We, gotta it, you we like, got no. Actually,
5: you I'm him. really into what is it? Fourth night? Yeah, that <laughs> not fourth night.
6: <laughs> <Okay, laughs> <Western>. Fourth night?
5: Right? <laughs> yeah, I'm really into it. Yeah, you know, they, with him. he's the
7: watcher.
4: I thought it definitely got uncomfy uh, with, you know, that they introduced Dakota and he's 19 and the daughter is 16. And she's like, hey, you better watch out. I'm jailbait. Uh, and the, but then they're going <laughs> to get together. But then it's like, oh, reveal. Uh, the age of consent in New Jersey is 16, I guess. And so, like, oh,
0: all the I
6: guess what a relief. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Jersey. The New Jerseyans are at home like, well, it's fine. It's, <laughs>
7: it's like mm-hmm. after they get
6: that and then they're like, Dakota, you're not so bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. like, Dakota, why now? don't you come to dinner? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have some, yeah, had some of this
7: red
4: wine, Dakota. <laughs> that, that
2: He's like, was you're 19, crazy. right?
6: Drink up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, I, and also
2: Bobby was like such a dick to his daughter throughout yeah. the entire series. And she was
6: just like, why? I I just
2: want to
4: kiss goodnight. Come on. (laughs) There
6: there was a lot going on. He's like, (laughs) why do you have that lipstick on? She's like, oh, my God, you're slut shaming me. You're horrible. I didn't even want to move here. And then that one guy shows up. He's like, man, my daughter was such a whore. I hope your daughter isn't a whore like my daughter was a whore. Now, all of a sudden, he's like, maybe she's a whore. Shit, what did I do? Oh, my God, what do I do? You're making a lot of sense. This also, is after
7: uh, John has infiltrated the home as the city inspector. <laughs> shows has,
2: up to inspect things yeah. before they're done. That's <laughs> the biggest red flag
7: of them all. I'm like this
2: man doesn't know you exist until he sees like you know he, the final like walkthrough. Like why would he be there?
7: raided the refrigerator. Yes. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Mrs. Brannock said I could make a sandwich. Helped himself
2: to a sandwich. Touched it, all of your meats. All of your cheeses. All of your breads. Open your
7: breads. Your all of your breads. Probably stuck a finger in the mayo jar. Uh, And like uh, then on top of it, he doesn't even eat the sandwich. He just leaves it. I'm sorry.
2: I would never be okay with someone just coming in and making themselves a sandwich in our apartment. Without
6: consent? No way. No, I I wouldn't even
2: let it happen. Like a friend of ours, you want a sandwich? I will make you a sandwich. Don't go touching my stuff.
6: Yeah. Yeah. No. And and this was the fake. The guy who was really Bill at the end, right? Like, he's like, oh, I'm joining the the inspector crew. Right. Like, I'm a, I'm a part of the preservation thing. I love dumb waiters. Uh, I just, mm. This guy was weird. But, I mean, he was the one who really planted the seeds. They're like, hey, you should really watch your daughter because she's out here being a girl. And, I mean, God forbid, you know, yeah. God forbid she does anything like that. Don't
2: let her leave her room. Um, Also, <laughs> why were the kids upset about leaving? Wouldn't they well, be like, oh, I don't know. I my my this. ferret died. I should probably not trust this house. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry about your meerkat or whatever.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Muskrat. I think she called yeah, it. Also. I'm sorry
7: about your muskrat. Um, I feel like. The son short- was just like, I like it
2: here. And I was like, why? I oh, think. Yeah. Literally. But you know what? Yeah.
5: I, I think. I think. Carter didn't know What was going on With the watcher maybe two scenes In the entire show I feel like (laughs) There's a The the ferret dies And he disappears Yeah the ferret dies And well That makes sense He retreats into his room To go
7: into (laughs) He's sitting Shiva For the meerkat You know For the rest of the series That makes sense But I do think Isn't there a moment Where he's like Wait, what are you talking about? He like he comes in on like a a a mom and dad fight. I feel like he's just finding out about the watcher towards the end. (laughs) I I don't
4: want to come across as uh, insensitive. Uh, I I did think the watcher had some points in regards to the ferret. (laughs) It's (laughs) a ferret. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if the ferret's name was Sprinkles, and 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 the sp- the ferret's name was Sprinkles for reasons. Okay, mm, if yeah. you want to preserve that house and its luster, uh maybe you don't want yeah. a incontinent ferret running around yeah. six five you seven.
5: Ferret sprinkle in the basement. I will find out. <laughs> yeah, and <then> kill ferret.
4: <laughs> yeah, the
5: f- the fact that the ferret
4: had free reign of the house might have been the most disturbing thing in the movie. Yeah,
6: it didn't last long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Within mm-hmm. seconds, he was dead, and we never yeah. found out about the ferret because when he goes to the police, the police say, "Well, maybe the ferret took its own life." Have yeah, thought about that. that?
7: Like, was what? amazing.
6: Like, yeah, there wasn't I mean, a lot of ferret love in this. Mm-mm. There's they, not a
2: lot of ferret support. They no. said, "This."
6: Have you checked on the ferret's mental health? They're like honestly, before you come talk to us, did you really like, you know, investigate your part in the ferret's death? Because yes, it's been bludgeoned, but could it have bludgeoned itself? Is are you How part was, of the reason? What was?
7: What was Sprinkles' mood like in the days leading up? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah.
6: yeah. It's like, was sure, he's been murdered, but has he? You know, it is a yeah. ferret. They are, yeah. you know, it could have gone both ways. I was like, what is happening? And that's yeah, that episode was what, two? No, yeah. I, I think that might I be think it's like the first early. episode.
7: Yeah, yeah, I think we yeah. lose Sprinkles at the start. I think Sprinkles is the first official casualty of the house.
6: You keep going back to a cop who suggested that your ferret, you know, took its own life, you, mm. and you go back to him several times like at that point you should have wrote that cop off altogether like well, you know who do what? they've got they've got theodora or chappelle but she's the watcher <laughs> the, co- the cop recommended her i'm saying the moment he says did the fair have you checked on the ferret before this that's when you're like all right no more <laughs> no more of you we have to go outsource this to a different community or something like that this is not going to be helpful mm-hmm. justice
4: yeah.
2: for sprinkles justice justice for
4: sprinkles for, sprinkles. for sure for sure um You know, also there's like we were talking about where there's the whole issue with Dakota and then they go through uh, the phone and they see that Dakota is sending pictures uh, back and forth uh, with the daughter and then the daughter like goes on TikTok uh, and makes a video about like, uh, "Hey everybody, my dad is a racist." Mm-hmm. Uh, and I kind of thought that there'd be more repercussions you about my that. Life. Yeah, but but they kind of, it kind of like it never comes up. Like uh, like it seems like he's on the ropes at work. Seems like it never really comes. Maybe she doesn't have that big of a following. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you sent that out to fifty people. Yeah, but I,
4: I mean, it does get them sort of like uh, like. Uh, have their membership review under review at the country club? Yeah, but except let's just... the
2: country club would be like, actually, we like your. Type. Yeah.
7: Like oh, we're right. going to comp you. TikTok video. Yeah, uh, yeah like would you like platinum membership, please. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
6: Terrifying, like. Ugh. <laughs> I love it when they're like, "Do you remember this black lady from the country?" called? no, trust me, there's no <laughs> black lady. Oh uh, yeah, she's there. like, "Trust
7: me, uh, shamefully,
6: I would know." Yeah, <laughs> look, mm-hmm. I know black people, and they've yeah, said no foot in yeah. here, God forbid. You know, like we, 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 we take big strides to make yeah. sure we keep this country club friendly. You know, yeah. we, don't, we don't let them in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There were three God.
7: black people at the country club and I knew them all. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um that's what Margot Martindale
4: uh says yeah. basically by uh the end of this thing. Um let's talk like, about okay, the uh the preservation society that comes together uh by the end of this. Are are we supposed to believe like is this some sort of like uh like uh suicide squad that has been in cahoots <laughs> this whole movie? Pigtails. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes,
2: <laughs> I mean, I think it it's sort of like, right, like, we we have, like, this idea of what, like, a preservation, like, society would look like, and they very much, like, I feel like in real life are sort of very similar to this, like, haggard group of people where they're all like, well, let's talk about the elevator, or let's mm-hmm. see what they're doing with the facade, but, like... Having like intrigue into the inside of a house to that degree, especially when you don't really have any power, like we have the power of suggestion. Like Mm -hmm. we, we can strongly suggest that they don't get rid of the dumb waiter or that they don't change the countertops again or whatever kind of creepy. I don't know. But I, I, I feel like, I don't know, we 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 live in a, an area or are close enough to an area that's landmarked in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. And there's like a Brooklyn landmark society that sort of like approves contracts. And it, if you want to do anything to a landmarked building, you have to go through them. And I have to imagine it's like a very similar makeup of people Mm -hmm. where everyone's like in their like 70s or 80s and they're like, I remember when this used to be like this and we don't want to see them doing this. And they have hearings every once in a while the public can go Mm -hmm. to. And I have to believe that everyone's like, well, I don't like the cut of this jib. Like, you know, like (laughs) there's got to be something similar to that. But it's creepy and it's weird. And I feel like in this context where they're like discussing the inside of this specific house, you can't, you don't really have that power. Um, yeah, I don't know.
6: The dumb waiter was so was so special to this community. My nephew used to ride that baby for miles. You know, like that's <laughs> that's why we can't let it get taken away. These yeah. are exactly the people you're talking about. I 100 mm-hmm. percent agree. Yeah, if somebody walks into your um your neighborhood with pigtails, you might have to be worried about something like this one day happening.
2: I'll keep an eye out. I'll I'll yeah. know. I'll let you guys know.
7: But How about the tunnels.
4: Yeah. Tunnels. Yeah, kind of got tacked on there, like uh, what, episode six. Uh, Do we? Yeah, it's was, like a, yeah. a late,
7: a late series reveal. Is there's the tunnel underneath mm-hmm. uh, in the basement, uh, which had been alluded to before that this was how uh, Marco Martindale and Richard Kind would get into the basement to feast on blood uh, of young blood, um, but we didn't know where the tunnel was. And then during the renovations of the basement, uncovers the tunnel. And Dean and Nora go down the tunnel and there's a spooky person. Ooh,
5: Mm -hmm. scary person, spooky person. Yeah. Classic Ryan
2: Murphy. Yeah. Classic Mm. Ryan Murphy. Right. Like, I feel like we've seen a lot of stuff like this where it's like you go down this long, dark path and then you're like, ah,
7: yeah, yeah. It must've gotten drafty down there. Of course. Yeah. No insulation.
2: Um, actually one of the inspectors for the real house was like, yeah, you want to talk what about what's inside the house, a lack of insulation. There's, yeah. <laughs> that's why it's like very drafty around here. Cause they freaked out enough to have him come and check everything out. Cause they're like the walls, what's in the walls. And the guy was like, well. Might want to re insulate spray foam. It's the way to go. Uh. <laughs> yeah.
4: And he, they basically say, that like, it's like a maze down there. They can't even figure out what's happening in the tunnels. Like, it's not like that, that, like, you would think you'd be able to follow the tunnel. Okay, it goes to this house, it goes to this house. Apparently, there's like a whole like catacombs underneath the house. Yeah.
2: Yeah. But not
6: uh, in real life. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. One of my early issues with this was the blood story, you know, um, because. It was being told to us by a gentleman who seemed like he was on, you know, he had been uh, driven crazy by the house himself or like these letters or something like that. And he's the guy who was forced to believe at first is telling the truth. Like, no, no, like I got the real story. Here's what it is. People are gonna think you're crazy, but people are out here sucking blood. They're sucking babies' blood. It's little kids. They're putting them up more altars and they're sucking babies' blood. And I know this for a fact because my two-year-old told me this story. I swear. He went missing and he came back and he reported this exact thing. He said they went to a house. They had they saw a room full of people. They were uh, they were wearing red. They put a baby up on the altar. They, they 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 siphoned blood from him and then they started to do a ritual. I was like, now your ch- your child told you this. Your three-year-old. How old was this kid who reported this with such vivid imagery? that now we all know that this is the people who did it. I was like, all right, I'm out. At this point, (laughs) episode one and a half, I think I was like, all right, shenanigans all around. Because Mm -hmm. how does a child recount recount these uh, events so vividly?
4: Well, they said that ultimately it was like discredited. Like they said the kid makes stuff up. Yeah.
6: (laughs) I mean, duh. He's a (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) three-year-old. Yeah. But also, but also, and who could make up this? You know, it's very very vivid. I mean, if you tell me the dad made it up, okay, fine. He they said he might have been on some, you know, medications that were mood altering and maybe he was seeing some things. Mm-hmm. But if he's saying that his uh his uh, source material is his 3-year-old child, I'm like I'm not saying don't believe children, but children do be lying. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
7: You know who who I really liked on the show was the actor uh, Michael Nori, who is uh, you may remember him as uh, Summer Roberts's father on The OC. Uh, he's Roger. He's the he's the teacher. Uh, oh, the teacher right. Yeah. Who like you do see him early on in the first episode of the Open House of the Watcher, and then he kind of disappears, and then when they bring him back in the second to last episode, it's like, oh, okay, well that would that would have been clever. You had the watcher in the very first episode, kind of quasi-recognizable actor. We completely forget about him as we're going down the rabbit holes of all these different people. And now you're bringing him back out and it's Roger and he's the guy. And it's not him. They confront him at the grocery store and he's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. (laughs) I had this idea to write people uh, to their houses. Ode to the home. Uh, Ode to the home (laughs) was my idea, but I would not do something like this. And the next morning, he shows up He's just standing outside. It's
5: like, yeah, that's right. I'm going to be out here all day. Just giving you the shit eye. Yeah, Yeah.
0: that's
4: right. I'm going to have this house one day. You'll see.
5: (laughs) You embarrass me in front of my wife. I'm going to be here all day. She's going to leave me
2: now. And I'm like,
5: really? She's going to leave you for this?
4: Was he with a different woman uh, later on in the series? Um, So
2: Josh's theory was that he married his student.
4: Oh, yes, I, I thought yeah. that, that
7: was the implication. Yeah. I thought the implication was that the student that is in like that flashback scene is the same Where person. Where she's like, Can we
2: choose our own house? And yeah. he's like, absolutely not. You can. By the <laughs> way. Come by for extra credit.
7: Yeah.
4: That was, my that, house. Was,
7: that was how I read that. Uh that yeah. was very unsettled.
4: But I kind of uh, feel like that they sort of like uh took that guy off the suspect list when he started like asking questions to um John in uh the like uh, like Oh, like by the way, how's your family? Um, right. felt like that he's like, okay, well, he's uh,
7: not on the side of the Anacondas, Josh. Ah, yes, mm. yes, yes. Mm. Uh, though he would be great in an anaconda movie. I no, think. no doubt. Uh, yeah. for sure.
3: Okay, round two. name something that's not boring.
7: A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer Solitaire,
3: huh?
0: Ah.
4: I don't think we've done enough to talk about um how fun Jennifer Coolidge is uh here uh in this especially uh her conversations with uh with Nora throughout You should uh, really
5: let me win. Mm-hmm. It's not great <laughs> when you just demolish me. It's not polite. Ass-
4: yeah.
5: It's not <laughs> polite. You should really let the other person win sometimes.
7: Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. Or like Keep it close, healthy at least.
2: pour of wine that she had at every meal.
7: Yes. Yeah. I, I, that's yeah. some Tammy Taylor shit. Yeah. Like. Yeah. yeah. It's a full glass. I, I thought she
4: asked for a holiday pour uh, yeah. also. Yes. <laughs> I like yeah. to I call it thing.
2: yeah, I like to call it a double white wine. Yeah,
7: a double white wine. Yeah.
4: yeah. When mm-hmm. I when I
2: go to a wedding or any sort of like catered event that I'm not looking you know personally, yeah. You got
7: one chance at the bar.
6: Yeah, yeah. yeah I'll you have you a double white wine. Do.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I met somebody at a bar who was doing that ahead of me once, and I was just like kindred spirits. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
6: Mm-hmm. I that.
7: yeah. She's getting like double white wine at lunch
2: yes
7: mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Oh. And she's that's not all she's getting uh since the divorce Rob
4: yes uh she's the one that really also like starts to like uh come up with the narrative that hey um Bobby Carnival uh Dean is cheating on you uh it's obvious okay how often are you fornicating okay uh and <laughs> because the answer is if it's not my, if it's not every single day then he's cheating on you and uh you need to correct this. And you know she had an issue with uh her ex husband, and he was gaslighting her, and uh, you know uh, he tried to blame his problems with his unit on her, mm-hmm. and uh, now she's getting very consistent fornication.
6: Yeah. Yes. Constant dick is what mm-hmm. I believe she said. Or <laughs> I think that's consistent, yeah. Yeah. consistent. Consistent. Yeah. Consistent. Consistently. Yes. Um. Consistent she was funny. dick. There, was, there were moments where it looked like it was going to be her, and you were thinking, oh yeah, this, this is it. And then she started talking, you're like, there's no way this woman did this. There's just no way. I'm sorry. She doesn't have it in her. Because when she yells, like, hey, this is not even my fault. It's not my fault that you got mad at some dumbass letters that weren't even that scary. I was like, she does make a point. Like You brought <laughs> this to her table. You could have just left her alone. Oh, you know, so they weren't really that scary. It's not like the guy was like, I'm going to kill you. It's like, I'm watching now. It's like, okay, cool. Leave me alone. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's just... Mind, danger. Uh, um,
4: Interesting, because then later we find out from shooter McGavin that uh that he I guess he did have some performance issues. Mm. Yeah and
7: Jennifer Coolidge made him feel bad about it. Yeah, well inconsistency, right? Mm-hmm.
4: You know? mm-hmm. Inconsistent. Mm-hmm.
7: Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That'll do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He <laughs> just had one job.
6: <laughs>
2: well, yeah, if you're not, you not investigating job, these crimes shooter, to be yeah. a
6: consistent dick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> A private dick, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, that's Theodora, yeah.
4: Oh um, man, so it, it, Chappelle. I felt like that this uh had some similarities to uh, what was the the, the curse of Bridge Hollow? Was that what we watched?
7: What what similarities did you <laughs> What's find?
4: Happening on this um, time, so <laughs> the
2: curse of Bridge Hollow,
7: yeah. What you well, was, was, was was did you watch the curse of Bridge Hollow while the watcher was available to you? <laughs>
4: Um, both of them came out very similarly on uh, Netflix. We, was, we
6: had to make a choice, Rob. It was. It was. We it watched was a, both of them. Go. No, can you, I'm saying would you consult me in this process moving they, forward, they you should drop
7: the watcher sooner than the Bridge Hollow. We had to mystery. give people
6: time what to catch that? up on it. We couldn't do the watcher what is uh, that? like yeah, right when the, it dropped. We so had to give people time. In the mm-hmm.
4: Curse of Bridge Hollow,
7: okay, very, there
4: are a this lot was of similar things all I'm saying okay? is I
7: would have installed uh, butcher block by now, so to speak. <laughs>
4: Come Ugh, on. In the Curse of Never. Bridge Hollow, also uh, maybe the same weekend it got dropped on Netflix <laughs> we is this store is the story of a family of a family who uh, is living in a Brooklyn apartment. They decide oh. to move out to the country to uh, give See a, a to, yeah, to, to give a uh, a a new life to uh, a teenage daughter. Uh, and uh, that they, they do find is that there are secrets in the house that they move into that has been like uh, famously haunted. Uh, and there's some, uh, some stuff, some supernatural stuff that, uh, is occurring, uh, here. And, you know, there's, uh, skeptics and, you know, uh, I, I feel like that there were some similarities, Chappelle.
6: There was, there was a few, I mean, they both did leave New York for the fact that it yeah. was just too dangerous. Yeah. I mean, in, in Bridge Hollow, the whole time, Marlon Wayne's character is saying, we had to get out of there. We had to get out of there. I moved you over here so we didn't have to deal with this stuff. Uh, sure, we have haunted uh, Halloween decorations, but that I had to get you out of New York. And throughout this uh, show, he keeps saying, like, this is this is exactly why we left New York. See, we left New York to get away from these problems. Like what problems? What was happening? to Yeah. You aside from um, going back?
2: Yeah. What have we learned from both of these? I am going to glean that perhaps yeah. you stay. Oh, perhaps you don't new leave new york <laughs>
7: uh, yes
2: i don't trust these mm. suburban areas this doesn't feel safe to me this doesn't feel good nope I feel i'm gonna like be I'm here like
7: talking to me right now yeah personally. i am I actually. Feel like I'm the, this is targeted, targeted josh who's possibly. gonna
2: mow the lawn it's not gonna be you
7: <laughs> it won't be me for sure <laughs> definitely not definitely I'll not to
6: to mow the lawn <laughs> it <is fair. laughs>
2: it's okay
6: you'll yeah. try yeah no, rob there's <laughs> definitely some similarities there i think the biggest difference though is that we did find out that the curse of bridge hollow was actually a curse of bridge hollow <sighs> like it, it was actually it was something, real something that was there. real that was real whereas like had that movie ended with them staying being like but do y'all see these these halloween decorations like no no i don't No, and then like the decorations like walking by as that happens then it would have been a very similar movie but it was close
7: mm-hmm. um Is everyone on the panel aware of the fact that the uh, that the watcher house has been visited routinely since this show has dropped? Yeah, Uh, 657 Boulevard. TikTok is all over it, and that's not great. Don't go out there. (laughs) Yeah. Leave them well, alone. What well,
2: was I saying to you, Josh? I was like, why would you make a story about this? What if the watcher starts sending you letters? Like what if Ryan Murphy starts getting watcher like letters? Watcher's mail? Not to do
7: that. That's too much heat. Watcher like it, watcher has too much heat on them right now. This is bad. This is a bad low. situation mm-hmm. for the watcher. Yeah.
4: You know, going back to something that Emily said, uh, when talking about the, the real story that uh, I, I do kind of wonder if maybe the, you know, um, the homeowners themselves, Okay, Mm -hmm. and this is something that is explored in The Watcher of, you know, is uh, Bobby Carnival like in over his head? Can they not really afford this place? And, you know, in an effort to sort of like, uh, you know, drum up some sort of like hype around this house, you know, uh, where, you know, people will ultimately it became a media story. uh, Like, could you potentially, you know sell the movie rights uh, to the house or like uh, get some sort of like interest uh, in this uh, real estate property.
2: I mean there are always people that are like oh I want to own that house because of like the crazy thing that happened there right I mean originally when you when you read through the article it talks about all the ways in which like they didn't want to make this super public they felt mm-hmm. really um responsible for telling whoever was interested in the property that these letters have been coming like they were forthright in disclosing a lot of that information because they felt like the owners prior to them didn't and those owners by the way I think only got like one letter and they dis it. They were like, whatever, that was creepy. But like, we're leaving junk mail. Yeah, well, he I think he wrote them a letter being like, thanks for taking such great care of the house. I've been watching. And they were like, uh, all right, well, we're selling it. So see ya." <laughs> they didn't even think to disclose it. And that's basically this kind of caught uh, uh, like fire in the media from the current owners suing the previous owners and being like, what the hell, like you didn't disclose this. And like, we felt like you should have, yeah. we wouldn't have bought this if we were getting, if we knew that this was going to happen. And like, it was like the next day that today show was like, so there's a really creepy house that's been getting <laughs> letters. And like, that's how it mm-hmm. exploded. Right. But I feel like now, now that we've got like the Ryan Murphy component to it, now that it's like a successful Netflix uh, piece, are there going to be people who are like, nah, property values are going up and like, this is the spot. Should we do some tours? Should we see if we can get some letters coming back to us? I don't know because it just got resold, right? So the the new family that's been living there for the last like four, three years, I guess Mm -hmm. at this point, like, are they still like we I think they've been checked in on and nobody's received any letters. Yeah. But that might also be them being like, yeah, it's done. It's definitely over. Uh, please don't come, <laughs> come here anymore. Like, we don't love all of the media attention and the people driving by slowly and staring I, at us. Like, Can I
7: submit a tactic that seems like it went unused by uh, the Brannock family in this show? Sure. Get rid of the mailbox. Oh, why
6: do you
2: Get a P.O. box.
7: Get rid of the um, mailbox.
2: Yeah, get a PO
7: box. Get I mean, a PO box. Uh have people have to send your mail to the PO box. Watchers clearly hand delivering this stuff. What's watching? No, they're gonna,
2: not. No, it's not.
7: Watcher's sending it in the yeah. mail mm-hmm. with stamps? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Like he's using US strategy. Don't even get a PO box. No address with which mail can be sent. Well, what, like, what about, about packages? The
6: Go paperless. Yeah. How FedEx. are you going to get your Amazon? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you got to stop. You got to stop with the Amazon. I mean, but you could go paperless at this point. Like, what, what are you really getting yeah. in the mail that you really need to Junk. get in the mail that you can't get from something else? Junk. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Go the digital. The occasional invitation. Mm-hmm. Send me the Evite. You got to send me yeah. the Evite. Yeah. yeah. A doodle poll or something like that. We can yeah. we can set things up without having to deal with the mail, actually. Yeah. yeah that might be a good point, Josh. Um. Also... These people, this house, they still live there. Like these people live in a home right here. And this movie just happened about this home. And now people are gonna be flocking to their house all outside, making TikToks and uh and like try and sending weird letters. These people won't know peace now because of Ryan right. Murphy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. You thought that's
4: the house
7: was haunted sucks. before.
6: Yeah. Right. Yes.
7: That's yes. that's what them,
6: sucks. Yeah it's yeah, a yeah, murder
7: people, house all over again. And this is all, obviously there's a there's a lot around Ryan Murphy in the Netflix shows right now with the Jeffrey Dahmer show and a lot right. about the victims of Jeffrey Dahmer being like, this is like severely uncool that this show exists, and you're just re-traumatizing us. I do think that the that the the Broduses had some measure of involvement in consulting with yes. Ryan Murphy for this mm-hmm. show. I do think at the very least for this one. Um, and I think that their their terms were basically. You can uh, you can make the like you can make the show. We'll tell you our story, change our names and uh, make sure that the the characters look uh, as little like us as humanly possible. (laughs) So then Ryan Murphy's like, cool, I will enlist uh, like model hot human beings uh, and like award worthy actors to play you. Mm -hmm. And uh, that that's the way that we'll go. So at least like the Brodus has had some level of involvement, but. That doesn't do anything for the like the literal neighborhood. Maybe you could yeah. change the name of the house. Wouldn't have been the worst. <laughs> yeah, the idea. numbers address. Yeah. Yeah, I like,
6: yeah, Did you repeat four billion times throughout the seven episodes? Yeah. yeah. Why is Ryan Murphy not in prison again? Like, yeah. why, what did we? do? Should we, we rename the house?
7: Uh, do we have any good suggestions on the fly? Uh, uh, how about like uh, twelve Little House Lane? Mm. No, what? Not as scary, huh? No. Yeah.
6: No, not as scary. 13, yeah. 13, Mockingbird Lane. Oh, that's, <laughs> oh. that's, that's scary. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we, the we, the we, Munsters would Munsters.
4: have definitely bought this house, the Chappelle. Oh, percent uh, well, by oh, the way, God. another thing in the you mm, know that dark. all of the Netflix cinematic universe is uh is connected. Um and in the Munsters, uh they go looking for real estate properties. Uh mm. and they take them to like uh a, a like a really nice house that's like across the street from like a, a decrepit old like rundown mansion and they're mm. very upset because they feel like that they're trying to get them to buy this uh this really nice new house just to distract them from the dilapidated uh old falling apart mansion which is the real find on the street
6: mm. Mm. yeah we also picked watching The Munsters over The Watcher, Josh. No, no. The, the, the Watcher <laughs> wasn't work. out yet. It I wasn't don't out know, yet. I Rob. I can't remember. It <laughs> yes. Was within, uh, yes. A Check the
4: dates. difference, maybe. Check the dates. I don't know.
7: Okay. Yeah. So the whole Netflix universe is
6: interconnected. Yes. How do,
7: uh, I want to see the Squid Game version of The Watcher.
3: Oh, God. <laughs> yeah.
6: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, Margot Martindale is in uh, is BoJack, right? She's in yes, BoJack Horseman. Correct. So, you know, I think it all, it is all connected. I, mm-hmm. I have to believe that there's a, uh, at least a 70 degrees of separation between. There are tunnels you know, connecting all of the yeah, shows. That's what happens. Oh, no. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes.
4: Okay. A- anything else about The Watcher that we want to make sure that uh, we uh, talk about here or that somebody listening to the podcast is yelling at us that we haven't
7: talked about yet? Oh, gosh, probably. Damn it.
6: Um, but there was so much it really was I mean it was just like any mild inconvenience could send the next group of watchers to your house and like trying to ruin you or completely throw <laughs> off whatever plans you have because you would think why didn't they just leave it's like well there is this one thing you did that makes it impossible for you to leave right now and it's like okay well I'm mm-hmm. gonna fix that thing Well, while you were trying to fix that, you did piss off this other guy. Yeah. Now invested in watching your house, too. It's like, well, maybe he did it. No, because on the way there, you did cut that guy off on the street. And now he's watching your house. So maybe it's just like when you get that first inkling to leave, you just go and just deal with the consequences later on.
2: Maybe everyone's always just watching.
6: Yeah. Oh, it's, it's
4: an allegory for Netflix. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Too much watching. Well, binge watching.
7: Yeah. The binge watcher.
4: It, it yeah. Might be an
6: allegory for something else because the way Netflix is moving, I don't know if people be watching as much as they think they are.
7: <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs> but is it possible that you know you like so, like sort of like hey like let me put on the Netflix okay let me get into this and then like kind of like you're just like down bad like Bobby Carnival like uh, watching like uh, you're on to season eight of some show and you can't turn it off and you just keep coming back over and over and over again.
7: Yeah, I think that that's probably right. Um, I feel like uh, I feel like if there's something that I have left unsaid, it's that I I think for all the joking that you could do about the show, and gosh, is there a lot. I think that uh, it was surprisingly compellingly acted, uh, mm-hmm. specifically from Bobby Cannavale and Naomi Watts. Uh, yeah, I thought, I thought that they made the whole thing extremely watchable. I felt really hooked into both of their plights. Uh, I felt very bad for them at different turns. I felt very baffled by them at different turns as well. <laughs> but I was really hooked into like, God, this must be awful, uh, and like your whole lives are falling apart. And I think in lesser actors' hands, like maybe it's just an out, uh, out and out romp. Yeah, uh, and it was very rompy for sure. Uh, but I think it did come at the uh, at the hands of of two actors who were who really, really, really tremendous in a lot of different stuff, and and in this as well, I thought. So agreed. Uh, uh, big Naomi Watts fan dating back to The Ring, which scared me poopless in movie theaters when I saw it in high school, and then scared me poopless again when I saw it the second time in movie theaters in high school in the same (laughs) week. I was still terrified by The Ring. Gosh. This is a horrifying
6: You you okay? No. No poop that whole week. (laughs) (laughs) No. No,
4: I had too
7: much. It got
4: it it all out. Oh my God. Okay. Well, There's some value there. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Um, so many numbers flew around about uh how much the house was was selling for, how much they would sell it for. That uh, do we have like a- any conclusion from the movie? Uh, just just how big of a loss, if any, uh, do um uh Bobby and Naomi take on this house?
2: Well, I think it's like done to like inflation standards of 2022, because Mm -hmm. like the original listing price, I think that they paid for it or like the original price they paid for the house in 2014 was Mm 1.3. Right. And in this, they're talking like two, three mil. Yeah. So like, Mm -hmm. um, this is like sort of like the housing shortage, but like big, big bucks, uh, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like, like mid to post pandemic kind of like flight from the city. Purchasing
4: power. So th- yeah. Um, um, they kind of broke even, you know, uh, with the exception of their sanity, all right? mm-hmm. Uh They didn't ultimately take too big of a loss.
6: Yeah. 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 Sanity's gone. Marriage is gone. I mean, they're still married, but make no mistake. You can't come back from this one. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> barrett is gone. Yeah. barrett oh, is Giggles gone. Rest in
7: peace, Sprinkles. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
4: yeah. Yeah. Okay.
6: Sprinkles. Yeah. All
7: right.
4: Um, well, this was so fun to get to talk yeah. about the watcher and mm-hmm. uh you know uh, greatly appreciate uh the contributions from uh Josh and Emily to talk about this
7: Rob does it make you nervous at all as a new homeowner uh or <laughs> um, is it more that you're no, going to become I, the watcher I mean, for the people I, I who buy your house at some point in the
4: future Yeah maybe <laughs> perhaps that is going to be the case but um yeah, I kind of felt like that by the end. It, like, it was, like I was like, I was a little bit, uh, you know, scared in the first couple episodes. I'm like, oh wait, I'm like there. I don't even think there was any real ghosts. So um, <laughs>
2: you're more afraid of ghosts than real people. 100%. Yes, yes,
7: <laughs> for sure, for
2: sure. You know what? You know what? This show is missing real ghosts. Yeah, I
7: think <laughs> I think a ghost showing up to say pay the bill would have been uh, appreciated. Much scarier. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay.
4: So now both of you had some great feedback in terms of what sorts of things we have been covering on Mm. the nothing but Netflix podcast. Uh, Chappelle and I need to figure out what we're going to talk about next.
7: Okay. Okay. So do you have a, uh, do you have a lineup of stuff?
6: Yeah, I do have a number one right now and y'all have to, uh, you know, uh, like correct me if y'all don't think this is like a good choice, but um, coming Thursday, At the last remaining Blockbuster, a hardworking manager fights to keep his video store open and staff happy amid competition and complicated feelings. It's a Blockbuster movie or series on Netflix. And, you know, famously, Blockbuster is probably one of the early victims of Netflix. And so I think it would be probably appropriate to talk about it. JB Smooth
4: seems to be there.
6: Yes, uh, uh
7: Randall
4: Park is the star. Randall Park He's is amazing.
6: Yeah. yeah, and so I think that that would be my number one option unless y'all have something better coming up.
4: Yeah, we've been um, keeping an eye see. on that for
7: a while. Um that that's I bet that, that one's going to actually be like, oh, they're trying to be sweet and like tell a good Ooh. story. Uh, so that means that sounds like what you want, Mm -hmm. you know, like something that is at least, if not actually, uh, being like uh, qualitatively good, aiming to be qualitatively good, yeah. Uh, Mm -hmm. that would be all right. What about Guillermo del Toro's Cabinet (laughs) of Curiosities? Mm. Uh, It's a lot that you would have to watch, though. It's uh, GDT, the Oscar winning GDT, has eight different episodes of like it's his twilight zone that's on net whoa uh Ooh. what if
2: you guys watched the movie from scratch,
7: from scratch. yes <laughs> okay
4: is that it's, in the top 10 based
2: on a book it's got zoe saldana as the lead um mm. your mom gave me this book josh
7: oh, oh. yeah
2: it's about um being, a, being in italy and finding your husband but i oh. think uh it's very food forward. So maybe that's your redemption podcast after, by
4: the way, baking
6: oven situation.
4: Curse of the Bridge Hollow, still in the top 10 movies in the US. As
6: it should be. As it should be.
4: Yes. No, I think Blockbuster is a good call. The other thing that's coming out on Netflix this week that's kind of a big deal is Enola Homes 2. But we didn't see
6: Enola Homes 1, Chappelle. Oh, we weren't familiar with the original property. No. If, yeah. if
7: I'm not mistaken Enola Holmes is a detective story and so perhaps part of the narrative could be you two trying to figure, figure out what happened going. in Enola Holmes 1 with context clues
0: mm-hmm. oh
7: <laughs> yeah I That's think that
4: fun. Blockbuster is definitely the pick if people uh, watch Enola Holmes 2 and feel like that we should be talking about it uh, I think that uh, we're open to
7: it okay
6: yeah Okay. I think after *The Doom*, we had mixed opinions about *Anola Holmes*. One, and so I, I yeah. imagine the nothing but Netflix uh, listeners will have some strong opinions about, um, you know, if we should be covering it. Up. Yes.
4: Uh, stars Millie Bobby Brown, so maybe that's, yeah, that's something awesome. you and Mike Bloom cover in the uh, *Stranger Things* the Stranger uh, feed. Feed.
7: We could just drop a random Enola Holmes* episode. Why not? Sure. I mean, it, it stars Henry Cavill, who's Superman, could we drop it in the Everything is Super feed? We well, can't why not? Wasn't it? What was that
4: other show? The Witcher? I mean, we're talking The Watcher, yeah. The Witcher? Yeah, why not? The
7: Witcher, The Watcher, Watcher mm-hmm. meet Witcher, Witcher meet Watcher. I think if uh, Geralt of Rivia was The Watcher, that would have been a really interesting, I'm watching your house, Branix. There are monsters strolling outside. I'm protecting you. <laughs> That's what he sounds like on the show. Hmm. He's very good. The Witcher's actually secretly a really great show, I think. Okay. okay. Cool. There's, there's All lots right. lots of stuff that happens in it. Okay. Um, Monsters and swords and things. You, always. Always. You know, um,
2: your favorite thing. Yes. You know what I
4: like. Um, <laughs> well, this was such a treat to have you both here with us to get hey, that thanks. young blood Thank into you. the podcast. So yes. uh, very, very exciting. <laughs> Emily, where can people keep up with you?
2: So my handle is the same for Twitter and Instagram at emelet, like an omelet with an E. And I'm just cooking up a bunch of food these days, so you, that's pretty much my content at this point. But, if you're getting uh,
7: married in Brooklyn, maybe Emily Fox is cooking for
6: you these I might days. be. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. She can make you a toad in a hole, I've heard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right,
2: I can. Good
6: God, Josh does good. like a good toad in a hole, yeah. I do, yeah. It's quite <laughs> mm-hmm. tasty. Who
2: knew? Who knew? <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
6: Who not? I know. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, and, and Josh Wiggler,
7: what about for you? Hi, I'm Josh Wigler. Uh, I'm a, a podcaster on Post Show Recaps. You can find me there. I'm at Round Howard. You can find me there on Twitter, I guess, for now. Uh, and also on Instagram at Round Howard. In addition to all of that, you can find me right here on Rob Has a Podcast in a couple of ways. We dropped our House of the Dragon Mm -hmm. podcast, Rob and I, uh, in RHAP all season long. Nicole joined us Mm to talk about the House of the Dragon season one finale this past week. A hell of a time. Uh, Very, very fun. She takes Um, it very
4: seriously. Yeah.
7: She did great. It was so fun talking to Nicole. Um, And I still think that she'd be great at The Sopranos, despite what her dreams tell her. Mm -hmm. Um, I also will be on RHAP uh, coming up with some more Mole. Another Netflix series. Yeah. Uh, Yes. Another Netflix series uh, is The Mole, uh, which you and I, Rob, have been covering alongside the Mole Patrol crew of Brooklyn Zed and Jessica Lease. We covered the entirety of The Mole across October. And legend tells it that there is still mole to do Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh so we're gonna keep that party going for a little while longer yeah uh, i kind (laughs) of like that uh so it's gonna be fun we're gonna have a good time with that we've been having a good time with that so those are the places Mm -hmm. you can find me
4: okay and chappelle what's coming up for you
6: uh i also am a podcaster on post show recaps uh and i talk about atlanta uh, every other week with Gia Worthy. I talk about The Walking Dead with Josh Wiggler and uh, an amazing team, Just Lease and AJ Mass, every week. And I'm talking about Atlanta currently with Latonya Starks and Mario Ford. So you can catch me on Postal Recap mm-hmm. all of that. I recently guested on the Lonely Boys podcast to talk about Gossip Girl uh, season episode 6 I think uh, which is the only episode of Gossip Girl I've ever seen and so imagine how that went and then uh, I'm still on silent podcast talking about never have I ever with my co-host Sasha Joseph so people can follow me on Twitter but definitely follow at nothing but RHAP to keep up with our nothing but Netflix content
4: okay alright well this was such a fun uh, Rob, where do people
6: find you like people know
4: yeah, where, where to are, find me my address is 370, <laughs> No. Um 13, yeah.
6: 13, 13 um, yes. Nino.
5: Yeah. Allow um, me to welcome you to Twitter. <laughs> send me a letter. <laughs> I am the yeah. watcher, Elon Musk. Oh. Oh god. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Um,
4: so yeah, we've got everything going on with the reality TV. Had some great podcasts. Uh, by the way, check out this weekend uh one one of the uh most fun Renap episodes, uh maybe of all time, of uh what? it's called Weenicker I hardly know her. Uh see oh, if
7: God.
4: see if uh, I'm upset. Uh, Akiva <laughs> Winnickers three podcast co-hosts uh get together to play a game of who can spot the real Akiva versus the responses from an army of fake Akivas, okay? Uh very fun podcast uh oh recorded recorded that last night. Uh can't wait for people to hear that one. Uh that's going to be up uh this weekend over on Rob has a website.com. So uh, check that out and everything else we're doing over uh, there. And thank you so much for uh, watching or
1: listening, I guess.
4: Uh, take care of a good one. Bye.
1: With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
0: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom?
1: Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time.
0: No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky.
1: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See
0: website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten Lucky?
1: Lucky?